What's happening, guys? Hey. Chris, welcome back. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Always fun. Oh, fucking love that song. Uh, quick, quick announcement. <laughs> it's a good song. Quick announcement to uh, start the show. We're going to take off the next two weeks, end of summer. Uh, we're coming back on September 11th. Uh, <laughs> We've been doing. We've trying been to catch this. up on things. Yeah, we're gonna catch up. Uh, Kevin's gonna try to catch up on Sandman. I uh, got a few things to catch up. Uh, house, 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 uh, keeping stuff at home here. So, uh, come back on September 11th. So, uh, take off the next two weeks and come back September 11th for season two. So, Hard flex. We're talking about uh, 9/11. Yeah, yeah. So it's a. It's, uh, it's gonna be a, a tribute show, kind of, somewhat. There you go. Uh, yeah, we're going to start the show off with a article I saw on IGN a couple weeks ago. The best time travel movies. Top 15 best time travel movies, in their opinion. Uh, saw a couple of omissions on there. Uh, some of them they lumped together. We'll get into it. Uh, some of these I haven't seen. Uh, some of them you guys have, may have seen and I haven't seen, or vice versa. So we'll get into it. Uh, number 15, Palm Springs. It was Andy Samberg. It was on Hulu a couple years ago. I don't know if you guys have saw that movie or not. Um, I've heard very about it, but I've never I, seen it. I did too, yeah. But I guess it's like a, it's almost like a, a Groundhog Day time loop type of movie. Um, that was number fifteen. Number fourteen, Predestination, a uh, very good movie. Uh, saw it a few years ago by Kevin's recommendation. Weird. Very weird. What a though. twist. Very very <laughs> weird twist. Yep. Um, number thirteen, one of Kevin's favorites, Looper. Do you agree with that uh, placement Fucking in there? Looper. Do you agree with the placement of number thirteen? You think it should be Oops. higher? Maybe be higher, obviously, but uh, I like. I think thirteen's good for that. Okay. For the rest of the movies that are on here, not a fan. Uh, number twelve, Happy Death Day, good movie. Good movie. Uh, number that is a good one. Number eleven, the original, The Time Machine, nineteen sixty. I love that movie. Uh, I saw it when I was a kid. I saw it recently, probably the last five or six years. Uh, doesn't hold up, but it's the original Time Machine. Uh, H.G. Wells, uh, classic. Uh, number 10, Source Code. I haven't seen that in a very, very long time. I remember it more of a sci-fi movie than a time time travel movie, but uh, kind of like a time loop and weird, weird, he's living in a cave type of thing and connected to a code. I can't remember what the hell it was all about. But uh, Number 9, Time After Time, which I haven't seen, but I always hear great things about. Um, it's uh, Mal- Malcolm McDowell played H.G. Wells. Um, it was Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper comes back in... Comes to the future in 1979 and 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 creates havoc. And Mary Steenburgen from uh, Back to the Future fame is in that as well. Um, number eight, the Terminator, the original Terminator. They actually lumped in T2 and Terminator, which I think T2 is on its own one of the best movies, sci-fi movies. But um, I like yeah. how they're both completely different. One's kind of a horror movie, a horror noir, and one is a uh, yeah. straight-up action flick. And I love them both to death. They're both in my top ten movies of all time. Yeah, T two is definitely in my top ten. Uh, Terminator, not so much. I, I do like it, but T two is just amazing. Um, yeah. Number seven, About Time. I mean, you guys have seen that. Uh, 
Donald Gleason and uh, Rachel McAdams came out a couple of years ago. Great movie, uh, romantic comedy. Um, did you guys ever see that About Time? Uh, I never did. Yeah, it's a great movie. Recommend that. Um, the guy pretty much it runs in his family. They're tri- time travelers, and um, he can keep going back when he, whenever he fucks up with his girlfriend. He keeps going back and trying to change the outcome of things, and there's consequences to that. It's a pretty good movie. Um, Yep. I believe I have it on iTunes. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow, great underrated Tom Cruise movie. Awesome, awesome movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's one of his best movies. Uh, Top Gun, mm-hmm. yeah. Here too. Um, uh, I always think of the line. I don't actually think of it as Edge of Tomorrow. It's what is it like? Die, Bullard. I don't know. Just the tagline is like right up in front and not Edge of Tomorrow, which I always thought was weird. Yeah. I, I, look I, at the. Uh, the yeah, yeah, they changed it for some reason. I think it had to do with uh, copyright. Okay. Live, die, repeat. That's what it was. Yep. Live, die, repeat. Yeah. yeah. Um, number five, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The first one. Uh, second one's kind of crap. Uh, first one, if you, they don't hold up, I watched it. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. a classic though. Uh, number four, Primer. Never seen it. Two thousand and four. Um, yeah, I don't know much about it. Never indie film. An indie film on a shoestring budget. Never seen it. Uh, number three, one of my least favorite movies, Groundhog Day. I like uh, I like Harold Ramis. I like Bill Murray, but for some reason that movie's always hit me the wrong way. I don't know what it was about it. I don't know what your guys' feelings yeah. on that. Yeah. I liked it when I was younger. I haven't seen it in probably twenty five years. Yeah, uh, movie I haven't seen, which I'm surprised because I like both. The, I like both the main actors. Twelve Monkeys, Bruce Willis and Brad yeah. Pitt. Never seen it. Yep. Uh, always here is great. It's number two on the list. So, yep. Nice twist. Uh, it's good. Yeah. And number one, of course, Back to the Future. The first one. Again, they don't say Back to the Future two, Back to the Future three, but I always thought Back to the Future two was always a better time travel movie, as far as showing yep. the future. You don't. That's. I don't think any yeah. other time travel movies has shown the future like Back to the Future two has. And uh, yeah, the, just and yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just it's just um, a number. It should be number one. It is so. And yeah. The one omission that I saw that I noticed from here, um, Hot Tub Time Machine. I think that movie is one of the best uh, comedies. Not only time yeah, uh, time travel. Pretty yeah. fucking funny. I, I'd like to add a few. Yeah, go ahead. Just, um, I think uh, X Men: Days of Future Past. Oh yeah, perfect. Definitely yeah. included in a time travel movie. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'd also uh, Time Bandits. It had, oh yeah, awesome. Uh, like an 80s movie with Sean yep. Connery, John Cleese, yep. Ian Holm, uh, Jim Broadbent, uh, just a bunch of people. And uh, um, I, I was gonna say Twelve Monkeys and Edge of Tomorrow, but I mean those are already included in the yep. list. But um, yeah, I mean X Men: Days of Future Past, I think, is one of the most underrated films yep. in the X Men canon. Um, it was very yeah. well done. So. Yeah. Yeah, nobody talks yeah, about it's that. It's one of the best top three X Men days of you. Yeah, it's definitely. one of the top three X Men movies. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I think it's the the best one. Um, I mean, best you could say the first one wasn't. The first one was good, but it was it was good for different reasons. Yeah, uh, Days of Future yeah. Past is the one that I think kind of uh, you know definitely brought the elements of like CGI and and fantasy to it, as opposed to the first one was more realistic, which is kind of something that I was looking for uh, along yes. the lines of like Blade. Yeah, it's it's everything you want in an X Men movie, and and it it did time travel well. It did very well. Yeah, and yep. uh, yeah. and it had and it had uh, Wolverine one of his best performances of the whole entire yeah. run that he did. All star so. cast too. I mean, it, yep. all of, all of the yep. X-Men bring, had great cast. Bring every times they weren't. Yep. Yeah, bring everybody back. Yeah, yeah. So that's top fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, the only one that I noticed, and I'm glad you mentioned the X-Men one because I didn't even think of that, was uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. I think that should have been, should have been at least the top ten, but maybe top 15. Yeah, Army of Darkness, too. That was a time travel movie. Well, yeah. yeah. Army of Darkness was a time travel movie, too. Which yeah. Was, uh, yep. Oh, yeah. Another one that I would have had on my list. Yep. Cool. Uh, we're going to start a Fat Fuck segment. When we do our, our YouTube live stream, our, it, because that's a parody of an original song, will we be able to play that on YouTube? <laughs> Probably not, because we don't <laughs> own either one. Um, so I saw a list this week. It was the top, the top pizza cities of America. The top 13 pizza cities in America. And the list came from anytimeestimate.com. It's a yearly list that they came out. So this is a brand new list for 2022. Um, it took in criteria uh, and analyzed the criteria from... U.S. business data, census data, economic and labor statistics, and Google Trends, and uh, pretty much came up with this list of the top 13 pizza cities in America. Um, Gave extra points to cities with large amounts of independent pizza places, and gave penalties to those that have a large amount of pizza chains. Um, New York City didn't even make the list uh, because there were low-share independent pizzerias. I guess they have a lot of of franchises. So... um, what cities we'll start off with what cities do you think are on the list I, I mentioned New York City is not on the list New York is synonymous for pizza but it's not on the list just because of the low share of independent yeah. pizzerias where do you think strange what cities do you think are on the list best pizzas in America uh Philly Philadelphia uh, is yeah. number nine Chicago um, Chicago is not on the list surprisingly I figured that too uh, Thank God I hate Chicago style. Uh, New Haven? New Haven's got great pizza. New Haven's not on the yeah, list, but I, I think New Haven should be on the list. Um, no, New Haven's not on the list, though. Uh, Buffalo? Uh, nope. No Buffalo. No, no, Their wings aren't on there. <laughs> so, what is it? Boston? Boston, Boston on there? Boston is number four. Hmm. What do you... Yeah, number four. Oh, the Providence, number seven. Um, yeah, no, nothing. Somewhere, somewhere in New Jersey has to be on there. Like, uh, nowhere in no, New Jersey in there? No, nowhere in New Jersey, nowhere in New York, nowhere in the West Coast either, I noticed. Uh, now I'll go through the list. Uh, Minnesota is number 13. Tampa, Florida is number 12. Baltimore, Maryland, number Tampa? 11. Yeah, Tampa. Uh, Baltimore, uh, number 11. Uh, shout out to The Wire. Uh, Norfolk, Virginia, number 10. Uh, Philadelphia, number 9. St. Louis, number 8. Providence, number 7. Indianapolis, Indiana, number 6. Pittsburgh, number 5. Boston, number 4. Top 3. Columbus, Ohio, number 3. Uh, number 2, Cleveland, Ohio. And number 1, which is very popular right now, um, Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. The crispy edge oh, on the yeah, pizzas. Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you with, in all honesty... That I was just in Cleveland two weeks ago, and their pizza sucks. <laughs> and I went to <laughs> pizza places, and their pizza was fucking terrible. So fuck you, Cleveland. I'm sure it's no different in Columbus. <clears throat> yeah, it's not. It's probably not the, not, not any different at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> go, 
good good segment with uh, get Kevin on a fuck LeBron James uh, rant over. Fuck Akron. <laughs> have you heard that fuck Cleveland song? I'll send it to you if you haven't. It's uh, pretty I awesome. I, I, I probably yeah. The, the album cover. That's a good. That's a unique list, dude. Yeah, yeah that's uh, it, interesting. Yeah, with New York not even being on the list, and New York is known to be a uh, pretty popular uh, pizza place. I mean, there's one on every corner, so. Yeah, uh, yeah literally. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about what we watched this week. Yesterday was the premiere. T- yeah, Thursday because the uh, Marvel show started coming out on Thursdays. It was the premiere of She-Hulk episode one. Um, did you guys end up watching it? I have not yes. yet. <laughs> okay. Um. Pretty much what we knew was going to happen. She broke the fourth wall. Um, the sitcom format works well for the story. Um, and the revelation at the end, since you haven't seen it, I won't bring it up, but there is a cool revelation at the yeah. very end. Um, yeah, there's a post-credit, right? Post-credit, yep. It kind of okay. it yeah. it's teased throughout the episode, but then there's a post-credit scene that, that does a really cool in, in, yeah. uh, revelation. And come to find out that yeah, there's going to be... A, yeah, there's going to be post-credit stingers on every episode of all nine episodes, and some of them are going to be okay. Some of them are going to be like this little ones that are kind of funny and don't mean anything. And there's going to be some really good ones that are actually going to have meaningful moments for MCU going forward. Okay. So we'll see what goes um, on. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, CGI still was absolutely fucking atrocious. Looks better I, than a tra- looks better than the trailer. I thought. Um, I still do not really care for Smart Hulk. Yeah, um, he, needs much. Be, he needs to be savage uh, again. Yeah, um, it was pretty good. Um, I guess they moved the origin story because this is the origin story of her. Apparently, it was originally for episode eight, and they just reworked the episode, so they put it in the first episode instead, which is interesting. I heard that today when I was actually watching a uh, YouTube video on the show on the episode. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I was I was pretty happy with it. Uh, surprised I liked it as much as I did. Once I got over my CGI that I didn't care for, yeah, but it did look better than it did in the previous. So yeah, they didn't bother me as much as it did in the first trailer. Second trailer was much better, and I thought this was better than that. So there, it yeah, got better definitely. at next time. Some one of my friends made a good point yeah. too, and he said that the CGI works. It works as a little bit less than what it should be because it's more of a comedy, right? And you know, breaking yeah. the wall, and it's kind of it's supposed to be kind of goofy. So I don't know if they were necessarily going for like a cartoonish feel to it, but Definitely, uh, the last scene there was goofy to me, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, um, you know, I'm a big fan, but you know, I, and I can't wait to. I'm definitely watch it probably tonight, but I just hate Smart Hulk, and I just hate the way in general. Yeah. One of the things that Marvel did is it dumbed down the character. I mean, obviously they kind of have to, um, you know, because then you get to the upper echelon of people's powers and the universe's powers and things like that. But still, it's. Yeah. To see yeah. him, to see him get just, just at, to go from like a, a wrecking ball in Avengers, and yeah. then just watch him slowly nosedive after the second one is just—it's heartbreaking to me. So hopefully he comes back. I, I want Worldbreaker Hulk. So me too. Yep. Yeah, I and mean, this, and this to me series, like first time, just but it's just the fact that he's still there is just kind of annoying. I the want series, two movies where. I'll go ahead, Ray. I would say the series definitely in this episode definitely teases a future for the Hulk. Mark Buffalo's Hulk. Yeah. There's a, there is a tease in here about it. Um, it has to do with the origin of She-Hulk and everything that happens in the very beginning of the episode. So when you see it, you'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? I mean, normally Mar- Marvel's been pretty good about it. Um, 
one of the, I mean, the two things that I'm most excited that, I mean, as a fanboy, and we kind of talked about it last episode, is I want World Breaker Hulk. And mm. along the same lines of destroying every other Marvel character is I kind of want Deadpool kills the, you know, Marvel oh universe. Yeah. Be amazing. <laughs> well, Nathan, I, I, be can't, amazing. I can't harbor that enough. I want, I, want, I want the Hulk to be the Hulk. I want the Hulk to show why he's the Hulk, you know, and... You know, it's just it's gone so drastically, and I understand that they needed to do Smart Hulk, and I actually enjoyed him for a little bit. But just to watch him continually get his ass beat by things that just wouldn't beat the Hulk up, it's just you know. And yeah. Mark Ruffalo was such an excellent actor. It's like the acting is there, and it's like the Hulk is great, but it's like I, I, I didn't pay for this. You know, there's other characters who are mildly yeah. strong, like the Hulk. It's like you know, I, I want him to get back to that, and I, I don't know if they can be able to do it, with Mark Ruffalo. Because I don't know if they're going to show him breaking down to the point emotionally where he snaps the way he's supposed to snap and is able to show that that rage. I, I don't know. So hopefully they can do it. I like Mark Ruffalo, but I don't know if he's the man for the uh, the jobs for that as far as World Breaker Hulk goes. So he almost he's, he's, looks like he's too nice of a guy. <laughs> like, yeah, in general, and, he just no. I know, I know that that's kind of the way Bruce Banner is. Is he's kind of a nice guy and stuff, but I just don't know if like. Because he's so smart and like witty, and he tries to be funny and cute. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know what they could do to him to really make him just because he has no real backstory and no love interest other than the ones they portrayed in other movies. So yeah, they can bring people back, but now uh, what's his name is is dead, uh, William Hurt. So you know they they kind of lost the whole Red Hulk thing, and I know they're gonna do the um, uh, what's that called Thunderbolts. The, uh, Thunderbolts. Yeah. So it would be interesting uh, to, to work that in. So maybe they work back on that and come back, but uh, She-Hulk is very interesting to me, so I, I'm hoping I see some good stuff and definitely excited to watch. So, Yep, yeah, worth watching. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, sets up sets up some stuff in this episode um, that I can't wait to continue, continue on. Uh, Kevin, you want to get into the finale of Better Call Saul, series finale? Yeah. Chris, have you watched it? I did. I, I have not seen the uh, the last episode, so I'm one behind. But it, it's fine. Right. You say you say what you need to say. Spoiler, anyways, because Ray has to watch a series, so it's going to be spoiler free. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. Cool. Uh, they closed the Breaking Bad universe with it. Um, I don't think they're going to be doing any more shows. Uh, it wouldn't really make sense. I mean, they could always do like the Gus show that they've talked about or whatever that he said he'd be willing to come back for. Um, but they. Like, Breaking Bad kind of had to have, like, an explosive, like, violent conclusion. This right. did not, and it wasn't, like, Breaking Bad's conclusion. Like, Breaking Bad's conclusion to me was perfect for Breaking Bad. And this is the same thing for this show. I thought it was perfect for for Saul. Um, I can't wait for uh, Ray to watch it, and I can't wait to rewatch it also to pick up on so many things. Um, but, yeah, it was very well done. Um, he was just so awesome this entire series. Um and uh, I'm kind of sad it's over because <laughs> now I have nothing to watch on Monday nights. Uh, the, um, one qu- the one question but- I had, I wrote in the notes, I don't know if you saw it. Does El Camino factor in the series finale or series at all, the uh, spinoff? They mention Jesse Pinkman and not knowing where he is. Okay. Um, I can't remember if it was this episode or not um, because I don't want, want to really get into the specifics of the episode, obviously. Right, that's um, fine. But, uh... Yes and no. Like, that's also another thing. Like, Breaking Bad concluded Breaking Bad. El Camino concluded his story. And this kind of concludes everything. Okay. Um, it was really well done, really well written. And uh, they just, the creative guys over there are just functioning on another level, TV-wise. Nice. Um, 
and I can't wait to rewatch it. Cool. Um, I watched the penultimate episode of Only Murders in the Building. Uh, it's on Hulu. Um, great show. It was the ninth out of tenth, tenth episode, and the killer was revealed. Won't get into the spoiler who it was, but it was somebody that I kind of figured it would be. Um, the standouts of the season: Michael Rappaport, great in this season. Um, Steve Martin, Martin Short are great. They're a great comedy team. Um, and Martin and Steve Martin says this is one of the probably going to be the last thing that he ever does. And he's in his seventies, so um, great. Great show. One more episode. Next week's the finale. So, um, The other thing I saw this nice. week, first episode of Dark Side of Comedy, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, uh, all about Chris Farley. Um, one thing of note that I saw in that whole documentary was he never had to audition for SNL, which was, he was hired on the spot, which is very rare, never ever happens. Everybody usually puts a audition tape or auditions in front of Lorne. Uh, he just pretty much showed up <laughs> and got hired by Lorne and was part of the show for three or four years. Um, great episode! I can't wait for the series. I'm really looking forward to the Artie yeah, Lang episode. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Um, and I watched the whole entire season of Sandman except for the episode that came out, the surprise episode that came out today. Sandman season one. Chris, have you? Did you watch any of it? Did you start watching it yet? Yeah, so I'm halfway through. Okay, cool. Um, it's uh, it's dope. Um, I yeah. mean, it's just it's almost mirrors the book. Yeah. You know, and, and and just how the direction they went with that, I was a big fan of that. Um, and it's just very similar. The, it's it's great acting, it's great cast, um, and it's just a trip. You know, it's just uh, yeah. it's intense, and, and it, it it goes from just you know just the whole you know universe of dreams and death and all that stuff. It's just a it's a world that has it's been done, but I don't it really hasn't been done like this. So I, I really enjoy it. So it's uh it's definitely the the hottest thing smoking to me right now. Yeah. Um, I love, like you mentioned, death. I love the death episode, um, where she pretty much, I won't get into the spoilers because Kevin hasn't seen it, but there's an episode with death and the end of that episode was some of the best time travel, time fuckery, I guess you could say. Uh, I did love that. Um, the Constantine change, um, the Joanna Constantine was changed because DC owns, um, John Constantine. They don't own, they don't own it. So they had to change the character. Changed the name, yep. changed it, changed the way it was done. Like you mentioned, visually stunning. Uh, the comic book counterpart um, is pretty much I've every from everything I've seen. Cause I haven't read the comic book. I actually ordered it. It's coming in a couple weeks. I'm gonna review it. But um, it's almost spot on, right? Yeah, from what I see, every every clip that I've seen that they had comic book t- side by side, it's identical dialogue, identical visually. Um, so yeah, I can't I can't wait to read the book. I'm getting the first volume. I think in a couple days. So. Um, also started watching Paper Girls. I've heard a lot of things. I heard Kevin Smith talk about it a couple weeks ago. Um, I think it's based off a comic book series, and, uh, it's about these four Paper Girls in 1986 who end up going through time and time travel. Watched the first couple episodes. Pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, I can't wait to get back into it. It's on Prime, Amazon Prime. Um, and today, for the review for the week, Kevin's already seen it, and I watched it today. The movie Prey on uh, Hulu. Um, it's a Predator. Good. Predator prequel. Okay, good. Um, two things I know yep. that I wanted to bring up before we do a full review. Um, Fox and Disney lost some big money releasing this digitally and not in theaters. Um, I think it would have been good. Yep. Just with the word of mouth would have made this a billion dollar or at least a half a billion dollar movie. Um, I'm not sure. It I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure about that, Ray, because you know what? Oh. If if you didn't know about it and you didn't know about Predator, you wouldn't you wouldn't know. 
You know, and yeah. I've talked to a few like younger, like younger generation. They have no, they had zero interest and zero idea about what it was. It wasn't like it was Transformers, right? Um, or something that was like geared towards children back in the eighties, where it was like, oh, this is nostalgic and fun. You could watch this with me. I mean, you could say Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you can go back and watch a couple of them. And to be honest with you, they're cool for us, but they're not. Other than like the nostalgia of it, they're some of them were kind of corny. Yeah, and they did some good things, but it's like you know, it's kind of like the Alien franchise. It's like you see it, and then like certain things they did really well, and certain things are like Jesus, this was this was terrible. So I talked to a lot of people that just didn't enjoy it. So I think this might have been a, a smart move for them. And now next time, I think next because of the interest and in, in how good it is. Yeah. I think now they can go ahead and probably release the next one theatrically because, you know, they they built up an audience with a lot of people and like Elias loved it. Like we watched it and he was like, Oh man, it was really yep. good. That so. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Those two Predator movies that went to theaters also did not do great. Um so there's yeah. that. Right. Um yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I did, I did enjoy it. Um, I like the historical part of it with the with the Indian tribe and, and the sci fi kind yep. of mix of the two. I love that. Um yep. I'm into that. And yeah, I thought it was good. Um, uh, yeah. I wish they related the tribe to Billy from the first one. I thought that would have been a nice little touch. Mm. Um, yeah, that's right. The Native American in the first movie. That's right. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. It was not, it was like it was like grounded. Like it was just it was a smaller scale. Like you mentioned, like aliens earlier. Like I wish they could do like a smaller scale alien type movie where they don't have to have a huge budget or anything, or even a, even a Terminator movie. Uh, might be a good route to go if they ever decide to do that again. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Um, a lot of people were complaining that they were like, how could she take out a Predator? And thing is, like, even Arnold in the first movie was jacked, but he didn't take out a Predator by being jacked and strong. He outwitted and outsmarted the Predator, and so did she. Mm. So I had no problem with that. Plus, the Terminator was taken out by a goddamn waitress. So there's that. But, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was fun. Yeah. The only thing I didn't, um, the only thing I didn't like it, it bothered me, was the fact that all of these uh, Native Americans, they they knew hand to hand martial arts, and not just yep. like, um, not just some basic combat, like you know how to throw people around and you know you know how to wrestle and defend yourself. Like they they were making some advanced weapons yep. that they were like mastering up front, and they were just. They were like uh, glitch sliding on their knees and slicing slicing people <laughs> open and just all types of wild stuff. So that was the, that was the only part of it. I was like, well, I guess they have to make them a little bit more fearsome than I guess they should be. But you know, yeah, the whole the whole thing where she had the, the axe on the, the string and she mastered it after a, a few she, minutes of just swinging it around and she became like, yeah, she right. became scorpion by the end of the movie and she started yeah, throwing she that was, fucking was axe just, around. Yeah. Yeah. between her legs and dancing uh, and it was like okay like i all right like this is but i mean that was the only thing i i was like all right like this is a little over the top for me but that's just because the whole movie was so grounded i was like damn they're doing a really good job of this and you know next thing i know she's you know backflipping off of trees and doing all types of crazy yeah. shit so yeah. yeah the parkour stuff kind of bothered me a little bit um but yeah the Overall, dialogue... like, like i'd give it three and a half probably that's what I was going to give it to, three and a half. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Solid yeah. three and a half. Yeah, yeah, the, di- board. the dialogue. Great, great, easy watch. Yeah, the dialogue yeah. was a little weird throughout. Um, the English, her, th- them speaking English was almost like the English of now rather than the English of seven, uh, 300 yeah. years ago. It was kind of yeah. modern they day did, English. They had a version where they're in their native language and their titles. 
I did hear um, that. Which I haven't yep. checked it out, obviously, but I do want to watch it that way, too. Yep. I, heard I that. also think that if they had done that, it would have hurt the ratings, because people would have seen it in, like, subtitles with native language, and they would have been, like, not doing this. Yeah. So Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it if I didn't watch it first in English. <laughs> it was like they whitewashed it, but with Native Americans. It was, yeah. it was weird. It was, they were yeah. like, you know, how you doing? Yeah. Like, what's up, pal? Yeah, like, hey, yeah, buddy, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not your buddy guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, no cap. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, three, yeah, three and a half sounds good. Um, new podcast yeah. I started listening to this week. Uh, Paul Rosenberg, yeah, Eminem's uh, Eminem's producer, uh, Eminem's manager. Um, he has a podcast. Uh, two episodes I listened to. Steve Berman. If you know Eminem's CDs, uh, you know Steve Berman skits on those CDs. And Royce Five Nine did yep. an inter- interview. Uh, both great interviews. I don't know if Kevin had a chance to listen to them or not. After oh, I yeah. mentioned it, I listened to both did. of them today. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. I, I did. I did like them both. Uh, it, he's doing a podcast pretty much because of Eminem's uh, second greatest hits album that came out a couple weeks ago, and uh, talking talking to these people that had uh, connections to Eminem's career and and talking about him becoming the artist that he is and making these albums and and how they met. And it's pretty good. I, I like the episode so far. Weekly weekly limited series, I guess, is what he's coming out with. It's a serious XM because of. Uh, because of uh, Shade Forty Five, and I uh, did like it a lot, so I can't. I'm looking forward to that every week and seeing who who they end yep. up bringing on. I'm hoping uh, Dinon comes on from D12, and we'll see what happens. Um, and Sunday yep. House House of Dragon premieres, so uh, we're going to get into that in a couple weeks when we come back. It'll be the first thing we talk about um, House of yep. Dragon, She Hulk. So yeah, let's get into the news. Fucking The Rock. Dwayne Johnson Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Johnson reveals he wanted Black Adam separate from Shazam. Which we already knew that, but it got went a little bit further than that. Um, when they wanted to do Shazam 2, they wanted Black Adam in the movie, which makes sense. We've said that before. It makes sense to have yeah. Black Adam as the villain. And The Rock went to the studio heads and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. This would be a disservice to the character of Black Adam, who nobody gives a shit about. That's my opinion. And it would be a disservice that you can't do this. Let me have my solo movie first, and then you can team us up later. So, yeah, it was The Rock's, Rock's idea, and the, Rock's was a re- the Rock was a reason why he was cut from Shazam 2, which is a fucking bullshit. They're, they're putting... Yeah, exactly. They're putting the whole entire DC franchise on The Rock's back, and it's, it's annoying. It's... I, I can't... It's a horrible idea. It's horrible, and that's yeah. the reason. And that's the reason why DC is DC, and that's why Marvel is Marvel, because of people like The Rock taking over a whole entire franchise, ending up taking over a whole entire fucking studio because of it. Just because of his name, just because of this movie that he's been working on for fifteen years that we're hoping will be decent. But by the trailers, I'm not impressed. It looks like Scorpion King three, starring The Rock as a fifty year old Scorpion King dressed in black leotard. So yeah. It, it just pisses me off with everything, with everything that's going on in DC behind the scenes, and and Warner Brothers and all the mess with the Flash, and and then having this, and him being the reason. I, it would have been great to see. I mean, they they already teased it in the first Shazam movie, of the connection to Black Adam, and they wouldn't, they he didn't want to have any part of it, which just sucks. So yeah, we'll get off. I'll get off my soapbox. Um, Hulk. <laughs> Uh, Marvel Studios may finally regain the rights to the Hulk, uh, theatrical rights from Universal. Universal had the rights to the movie. They did the uh, they did the original one with uh, Edward Norton back in two, uh, 2008. 
and uh, the yep. they haven't made a new one in a while. So the distribution deal, I think it had a 15 year time period, and it's going to end next year, 2023. So they're saying that, like you mentioned, we may see that World War Hulk come come soon. It would be great, be a great finale for the Ruffalo character of the Hulk. Um, I, I I hope he gets out of this Smart Hulk thing too. So. I, I'm I'm hoping that th- this is a not just a rumor and it will happen. So we'll see. Yeah. And again, in a limited capacity, that was a great. It was a you know a great a great thing. But yep. it just yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean I don't know, man. The levels of disappointment I have with that is like it's not quite <laughs> my, my disappointment in DC. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, speaking of Warner Brothers, talked about a, little, a couple minutes ago. Warner Brothers Games, which is basically the ones that did all the Arkham games and everything, the future is reportedly being discussed by Warner Brothers Discovery. In other words, they want to pretty much put it up in the air. What's going to happen with it? Whether they're going to sell the company or sell it or what's going to happen. But um, Yeah, I, I, over at Warner Brothers, I don't know if you noticed, they're deleting a whole bunch of shit off of HBO Max because they didn't want to pay royalties to these people for all these new series that they yeah, had on there. That's fucking ridiculous. I think there was like 200 episodes of um, Sesame Street that were removed today. The classic, like some really classic episodes for kids. They they've been deleting stuff and they don't want to pay royalties to the people that were acting in them 30 years ago. And some and some of them were stuff were HBO Max exclusives too that they deleted from there. So yeah, it's it's a mess. It's a it's 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 yeah it's a mess. Um, it was also announced. Speaking of uh, WB and the CW. Um, Nexstar Media Group, they bought 75% ownership in the CW, um, with Warner Brothers and Paramount maintaining two, 20, uh, 12.5% each. So yeah, they're pretty much the new owners of CW. CW was, of course, notorious for having all the Arrowverse shows and being the output for all the, the WB DC shows. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see if they even have any continuation because they're saying that um, they'll continue to make scripted content, but it may not be Warner Brothers. It may not be DC anymore. The Arrowverse is stopping with The Flash next year, so we'll see what happens. Um, the, and they also said the average viewer for CW is 58 years old. So I'm guessing that they'll probably have <laughs> older content, so we'll see what happens. I think it wasn't there. Wasn't it fucking like Archie? The Archie reboot was on there. Sabrina, the teen, I don't remember what the hell was on there, but there's some there's some really teeny shows on there. Um. Yeah. So yeah, yeah 50, I don't know 50. what else is really on that station outside of the DC stuff, but uh, Riverdale, was that on CW? Riverdale. Yeah, that was the Archie wasn't, show. Wasn't Seven Heaven with the pedophile dad on there as well? Yeah, probably. Yeah. At one point, yes. Vampire the Diaries. Not trying to put any bad juju on some uh, <laughs> some network that didn't have anything to do with it, but I'm pretty sure CW was uh, Seventh Heaven and the, the guy was... <laughs> I think it was, yeah. Yeah, Jacking off in closets on set. That's a that's a fucked up story. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucked up story. I mean, Jessica Biel is Jessica Biel, you know. <laughs> you're uh, not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, Top Gun Maverick returned to number two at the box office after 12 weeks into release. Uh, yeah, kind of a weak box office last weekend. Came out, came back out to number two, and also next Tuesday coming out on digital, iTunes, Voodoo, uh, anything you watch it on digital. So I can't wait for that. I'll watch it again. Um, and I, anonymous. Uh, oh, oh yeah, my, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. What I was gonna say is that uh, to me, it's a um, it's a catch twenty two for Tom Cruise, um, because I, I as much as I like some of the things that he's been in, um, 
you know, I think we talked about him being the same character and everything. Yeah. And Top Gun oh, yeah. 2 just legitimized the fact that he can go on making the same fucking movie <laughs> over and over for eternity. And as yeah. long as he keeps drinking virgin, virgin fucking blood in the cult that he's in, mm-hmm. he can just keep... He's going to be like a puppet pretty soon. It's just going to be his body out there filled with air. I just... It's yeah. giving him every right to just keep doing what he's doing. So I... In one hand, I'm like, damn, Top Gun 2 is really, really fucking good. And then I'm like, damn. But now Tom Cruise is going to come out with 40 other movies that suck. And I'm going to have to fucking watch it. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah, yeah. In the, the, the Mummy universe with fucking... That they, I think they can't... They shit can that, didn't they? Yeah. A long time ago. Horrible, the yeah. Yeah. flopped. Yeah. yeah, thank God. Well, he's going to be less... He's going to be less gross, man. We look forward to that. That was dope. Yeah, that's true. He's going to be less gross, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 great in eighties comedies. I don't know if he'll ever get back into that format again. But I mean, you're t- fucking nah. fucking Rain Man was great, and that's not just him. That was that was um, Hoffman too. Hoffman, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, but he was in he was in a, a ton. I mean, he's been and he's Tom Cruise. He's been in a, a yeah. like a hundred great I mean, movies that I, that I loved. It's just it gets to a certain point. Like The Edge of Tomorrow was great, but then it was like, what did he do really before that? And right. It's like he has like one movie every five years that like keeps him like ele- jacks him back up. Because the Mission Impossible's yep. are getting are terrible are getting terrible now. It's like, you know, I, I just he's one of those people, man. That just uh, it's infuriating to like him because it's like he's such a weirdo, oh, okay. and it's like the movies are so good sometimes. So. Did you ever see yeah. any of those uh, Scientologist uh, documentaries and stuff? Like the one that Leah Leah Remini did. Did you ever see those documentaries? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah fuck, so uh, fucked up. Yes, yeah, fucked up shit. And I heard yeah. her, you know, on the she was on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about yeah. her, her time, and it was just a. Just a fucking bizarre, strange fucking thing to be into, and for for him to be that popular and to be like in movies like making decisions, and he's a like he's literally living in a fake world. Yeah, like that's scary. But you know, it's like they let him. Yeah. They're letting him pilot fucking uh, F sixteen Raptors and shit like that, and <laughs> land his own helicopters at his own premiere and stuff. And it's like he goes home and he's you know doing all types of weird cult shit, and uh, it's just it's wild to me. But hey. I mean, Hollywood's. Yep. I mean, I guess I'd I mean, rather like Tom Cruise than all the pedophiles in there, you know. Mm. Yeah, all the other weirdos. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, Cruise was. Uh, I grew up with uh, two older sisters, so I think probably ninety percent of the movies I saw growing up had Tom Cruise in them. Right. Um, so I've always liked him, but he's done some weird stuff, and uh, yeah, not so sure about the Scientology stuff, but uh, Mavericks yeah, is dope. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it definitely reinvigorate, reinvigorated his career, which is surprising. Him being sixty and looking Outside the way he Mission does. Impossible's. I, I haven't seen Those a Mission Impossible in a while. Okay. I haven't seen like since probably yeah, the third one. Some reviews. Yeah. The yeah. last one. The last, I mean, they're not. They're not terrible. It's just the same fucking movie, and it's just Tom exactly. It's just the same thing over and over and over again. It's like you, you gotta. Like, at least with Bond, they changed the character. You know, I mean, they, they sometimes they give it... I think Tom Holland's supposed to be the new 007, which I don't necessarily agree with. But um, Yeah, they're looking for a younger person. Oh, but fuck it's that. Just Tom, That'd it's, be horrible. It's Tom playing, yeah, it's like it's like any other huge actor. It's, it's like when we talk about The Rock, only The Rock... Tom Cruise can actually act sometimes. It's like Tom Cruise is capable of being an actor, you know, in certain periods where The Rock is just The Rock. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's a problem. When studios get their teeth into something, it's just like the Fast and Future, Fast and the Furious fan franchise. Same type of deal. They get their they get their teeth into something, they they milk it for everything they can. There's one of those ten epi- yeah. ten ten Fast and Furious movies, six or seven of these uh, of these uh, Mission Impossible movies. 
James I mean, yeah, James it's... Bond doesn't count, but but yeah, once they get their teeth into these movies, they just fucking make them come out until the think about James Bond is it's still being run by the family that started right. the movies. It's not being run by studios. Yeah. So as long as Barbara Broccoli's still alive and in control, then I think James Bond will be okay. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, an anonymous Batgirl actor blasted WB CEO and said he's coward and and uh, yeah they didn't say who it was but this, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people talking shit about this guy because of, even Kevin Smith was on uh, he was on Hollywood Babylon last weekend and he did a he did his podcast with uh, Mark Bernard this week uh, Fat Man Beyond and he was talking about what the fuck is W what are they doing over there exactly what we've been saying what are they doing over there what 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 kind of mess why are you deleting movies just because you want to have a tax write off which is unbelievable and then because of the tax write off the movie can never be out it can never be released ever again because if it does they have to right. pay that money back to the government so there yeah it's it's a, it's a fucked up mess over there um Kenner Barris oh go ahead no go ahead sorry Oh no! I'm just saying another fucking reason why DC is just that whole yeah, yeah that's a mess. everything that's not doing shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they could fix that problem besides selling it. And ten uh, seasons of Peacemaker. <laughs> they just sold it, <laughs> and they just sold it. Yeah, uh, Kenny Barris is coming back to uh, is is going to uh, is going to write and direct a Wizard of Oz reimagining for Warner Brothers. Um, yeah, so that's what they're doing instead of DC Universe. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, what are, what, they're going to do a re- reimagining of the whole entire book series. So who knows? Um, Walmart reached a deal with Paramount to do include Paramount Plus in their stre- as a streaming service as part of their Walmart Plus membership program. Um, Walmart Plus is a ninety nine dollars a month a year thing where you get free deliveries from the store, grocery yeah. deliveries. Just with Amazon Prime. Yeah, they're with they're, they're competing with Amazon Prime. Yeah. So yep. Um, tenth film in the Saw franchise will officially be released on October twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. Speaking oh, of franchises, spe- speaking of franchises that you want to sink your teeth into, yeah, for real, man, that is terrible. just fucking stop. Mm-hmm. Kevin loves no, we can't stop the Saw There's franchise. No Kevin loves idea. Kevin loves Saw. <laughs> I <laughs> love Saw, but I'm, Jesus Christ. It's the same thing with all these fucking Freddy movies and Jason and Michael Myers. Like they, they have another two Michael Myers movies. Like, how many fucking people can this guy kill before <laughs> someone takes it seriously? Like he's out in the sh- middle of the street with the whole entire town out there just fucking hacking off people, and then just we don't know where he went. Like no, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man. <laughs> I feel so, you, but I'm still gonna watch every single movie that's ever produced. Me too. Coming in October, <laughs> Halloween ends review. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah the uh, the whole reboot, re, uh, reboot remake culture right now is some of it's good. Top Gun, some of it's bad. Saw Ten, and it's 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 a slippery slope because we want to see this stuff. We love nostalgia. We want to see some great things from the eighties, seventies come back. But then you have some people take a little bit too much, too many liberties with it, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's I mean, then even something like um, Bill and Ted Three, which came out what was the last year, year before, didn't live yeah. up to the original. Yeah. A little bit too late on that. That's true. Um, but Clerks Three, uh, Clerks Three comes out next month. Looking forward to that reboot. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot was a great movie. Under uh, under, yeah, a lot of people didn't talk about it, but it was good. 
Uh, so yeah, re- re- Ben Affleck scene was worth it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, if that and that's if that scene didn't happen, which it almost didn't, the movie would have been totally different. Uh, wouldn't have been as good. I don't yeah. think you're right. Yep. Uh, Viola Davis has been cast as a villain for the upcoming Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I don't know if you guys. I know Kevin hasn't seen them. I don't know, Chris, if you've seen the Hunger Games movies or not. I have not. I mean, one or one or two. I mean, I, I you know you see them. Like, That's enough. I, mean, I can tell you enough. I can tell you exact. I can tell you enough about what happened. Yeah. You know. Um, so I mean, they were all right. The books were. The book, I read one book. It was, it was I did all right. Too. So. Yeah, they, yeah. It's uh, basically a prequel to the whole entire of how uh, the Snow character becomes a leader. Nice. I guess. Hello, Kitty. Um, I'm sure it'll make a ton of, ton of money. <laughs> Kevin has a friend today. I can Aegon, hear the purring. Aegon wants to chill. I can hear the purring, uh, purring in the uh, microphone. Um, a Doctor Evil movie is reportedly in consideration at New Line. That's been said for years that they want to do an Austin Power reboot, remake, or or uh, Doctor Evil spinoff like this. It's been rumored that Mike, Mike Myers is in talks to do it on New, at New Line. So yeah. Um, well, as long as he's involved, I'm down. If yeah. it was like a complete reboot without him, I would not be wanting to see it. Some things just need to be left alone. Just fucking yeah. leave them alone. Like I understand there's money to be made, and that ultimately that's what the drives them doing doing certain things like that. But I mean, some you're never going to recreate the magic of something like that. It's just like when they they kept doing American Pies. Like sometimes you just got to let the comedy the comedy of like the first one first two movies of American Pie, and then they just keep going. And it's like pretty soon they're all forty, and it's like nobody gives a fuck about this. So I, I'm hoping, you know, the problem all these remakes. The me. problem with American Pie is. The, the main the main group coming back was is fine. It's that they had like ten spinoffs in between of these unknown actors. I think the only yeah. person they brought back back was Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, let's yeah. get into let's get into this next part of the news. I claim my Fourth Amendment rights to not be searched and seized. Please do not touch my ring. A scarlet costume ejects from his ring. Hey, you just touched my penis. And in a blur of motion. Police scientist Barry Allen becomes the Flash. Tell me your name and your badge number now. World's fastest human, the Flash, whose speed enables him to vibrate through solid walls and conquer the barriers of time and space. I'm not transgender, non-binary. I don't want to be searched by a man. In the pursuit of evildoers. Those are nerf bullets. Thank you for letting me. They're fake and they're a toy. The Flash, solid speedster for justice. The flash ring means a lot to me. So last week we talked about a three-prong thing that WWE was coming coming up with where they were going to give three options to Ezra Miller. One of them was to just can the movie completely, which we, we both agreed was fucking stupid for the $200 million they put into it. Second one was just to cut him off completely from all promotion, cut him off from all fran- of the franchise and just, just do the promotion without him. And the first one was to send him into a rehab, and that's exactly what happened this week. He went into rehab for complex mental health issues. Um, came out with a little bit of a a, a brief, uh, brief reaction. Uh, oh, um, and he said, "I want to apologize to everyone that I have ar- that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life." Um, yeah, I. Mm. I think it's just saving his face and trying to save his career at this point. Um, the negative, the negative shit that's going on with him is uh, outstanding, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's 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 weird that it took this long for something to happen, and and it must have been a 
it must have been a lot of people in the back in behind the scenes that just dragged him into rehab. So. What a tool. Yeah. What a tool, exactly. <laughs> yep. They, uh, yeah, they should have been in rehab a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hopefully this stops him from hurting people, body slamming people, robbing people. Kidnapping but, uh, we'll people, see. robbing alcohol, liquor from houses. Just kidnapping people. <laughs> yeah. Kidnapping uh, young girls from Hawaii and bringing them over to America. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fucking mess. Yeah. The list goes on. The list goes on. The first two episodes of Lord of the Rings, The Ring is a Power, come out September 2nd. They're going to be two episodes. Um, and then each week's going to be one episode per week after that. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. We'll be reviewing that when we come back from our break. Um, Lord of the Rings, speaking of that, a, a video game group bought the whole entire franchise. It was rumored that Amazon was in the forefront in the running for owning it. And this group came out of nowhere and bought the rights to the games, the movies, and spinoffs, and all that stuff. So they own the rights to all of that now. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what that le- where that leaves the uh, the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon. I, I know that's probably a deal that's, that has a whole bunch of paperwork that will continue going, but... Uh, they've already talked about doing spin-off movies on Gollum and Gandalf. So we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> um, we mentioned a couple weeks ago that, uh, speaking of Better Call Saul earlier, that they, that in New Mexico, that they released statues of, um, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman in, in New Mexico. And, uh, of course there was a backlash after they released it and, there's, I think as Republicans are going after New Mexico saying you're glorifying meth use and glorifying meth makers. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, online streaming, U.S. streaming, has reportedly overtaken cable TV for the first time. Um, I know I cut the cord probably eight years ago now. I'm, I'm all streaming now. Don't have any cable. Uh, I haven't watched cable in a while. I did, I did try to have it when I was watching AEW, but I never watched it, so I just canceled it again. Um, it's only, it's only like a certain percentage, but it's the first time that it's a little fraction of percentage, but it's the first time that it's overtaking cable. So, um, Fandango has, uh, revealed that there's going to be 11 minutes of new footage on September 2nd when the, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, when Spider-Man No Way Home comes out on, in theaters again for a re-release. Um, yeah, 11 minutes new footage. I don't know what the footage will be. No one, no one's said what it's going to be yet, so... Um, today, two surprise episodes, uh, part, it was like a two-part episode of, uh, Sandman. The Sandman came out today, um, released on Netflix, surprise episodes, uh, you're probably gonna try to watch them tonight. Uh, series is great, so I can't wait for that. And it was also announced today that Regal Cinemas, Cin- uh, the owner of Cineworld, filed for bankruptcy. Um, it, after, after the pandemic, I'm not surprised, it's the second biggest theater franchise in the United States, and I'm not surprised that it happened. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'll get out of it somehow, but yeah, they're going, it's just, everybody doesn't want to leave. There's still, there's still people that don't want to leave their house that they got too used to watching stuff yeah. at home and they're releasing stuff 45 yeah. minutes, 45 days later. So it's, it's almost, it's almost not, except for, except and for Top Gun. TV now where it's okay. Like yeah. they're just like, I don't care about seeing it on theater. I need to, I will just watch yeah. it at home because my TV is 85 inches and yeah. I can sit here and drink beer and have my own snacks and not pay a million dollars to go see a movie. I and mean, you take a family. I mean, Chris would know this. You take a family to the movies. How much does it cost you? 
Yeah, it's like hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a hundred dollar like, night. Yeah. It's probably thirty, thirty-five, forty dollars, if depending on who goes for the tickets, and then you're spending forty, fifty dollars in snacks, and then you know, what, well, you that's know, where you, the arcade uh, or you get anything, you gotta get drinks, like super expensive. Yep. And that's where the theater gets it. their yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. And that's where the theater gets their money. I mean, they get their money from all that shit because because of uh, the, the, they, all the money for the movies goes right directly to the studios. They don't get any money from that. So yeah, they, exactly. that's why they have the prices up so high for drinks and sodas and candies. It's uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's it for news. So we'll get into the Attitude Era rewatch. War, August 18th, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, Vince, Vince McMahon opens the show in the ring with an interview with Ravishing Rick Brood, who came back last week um, as a insurance policy for Shawn Michaels. Um, he pretty much has a heel interview talking about being in insurance and he can be bought. And that's basically all it was. Um, Nation of Domination demands an interview with JR in the ring. Uh, Fruit talks about Ahmed Johnston, talks about how he is a Uncle Tom and all this is basically what he's been saying for fucking the last year and a half. And Rocky Maivia speaks for the first time uh, in the past year that he's been there. Oh man, Johnson, I want you to take a look at this man right here. Here's a young man that came to the WWF trying to do things the American way. But what did you people do? No, you frowned on it. He came out here kissing babies, shaking hands, helping old ladies across the street. But he found out that it's not the way to do it. Anything in this world that's worth getting, Rocky Mafia found out that the nation stands for it and that it's fighting your way through. Tell him, Rocky. I got three words. Die, Rocky, die. That's the gratitude I get from you pieces of crap. For all my blood, I remember this my sweat, and my tears. You know, hey, this isn't about the color of my skin. This is about respect. I became the youngest intercontinental champion in WWF history. And what did it get me? In arenas across the country, I heard chants of Rocky sucks. Well, Rocky Maivia is a lot of things, but sucks isn't one of them. Yep, pretty iconic. Uh, that interview pretty much changed his directory and his uh, where he was going to be in yep. wrestling. Um, put a fucking rocket ship on his ass. Yep, put a rocket ship on his ass. Um, next segment, Pillman came out still wearing a dress from the stipulation from SummerSlam. Um, Gold, Gold Dust interferes in the match with Brian James, and Pillman loses because of disqualification, and he has to keep wearing the dress. Pillman's pissed off, issues a challenge to Gold Dust, if he loses our next match, he will quit the WF for, WWF for good. Good. If Pillman wins, he gets to keep Marlena for his valet for 30 days. Um, to taunt Goldust, he reveals a secret. There is a stipulation. No, that's a no-go. 
Well, can't blame him. You may not be good ever see me again, but let me let you in on a little secret. There's always a big part of me around you all the time because you know your little daughter, Dakota, she's mine. She's my love child. She's mine. It was so good. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We'll take Ooh, that yeah. challenge. It was good. What? Fucking Brian Pilbert. Hey, he's not long. He's not long left in the world. And he's got two two months left, and he passes away. Um. Yep. Yeah, this has Russo written all over this whole entire this whole entire episode has Russo written all over, but the storyline in general. Russo, the first three years of Gold Dust or something like that. Like Russo was basically given Gold Dust because um, yep. he came up with the character and was basically like given carte blanche with Gold Dust. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Patriot is facing Vader. Uh, Brett comes out to the ringside after the match as Vader is trying to jump on him from the top rope. Brett lays the Canadian flag over the Patriot. Um, Vader grabs the flag and breaks it in half. Uh, the Heart Foundation come down and beat down Vader. Uh, Patriot comes in for the save, setting up probably some type of a tag team match. The Patriot's definitely not over right now. He's coming out to the old uh, no. Kurt Angle theme song. And I'm, I'm guessing guessing Don't, he's not... That folks was not very good. Yeah. I'm guessing he's not much left in this uh, WWF world. Um yeah. Continuing with the success of the Gold Dust and Mankind interviews, Jim Ross is interviewing Steve Austin after his next surgery at SummerSlam. He's doing it in a remote hotel room. Um, Austin mentions he has his sights set on Owen Hart when he's cleared to return. Um, he's going to go to the doctors and see if they have anything to say, but he's going to come back no matter what. Um, it's also the first time he's mentioned he's going to buy a case of beer and he's going to ride on his four-wheeler in Texas and he's going to drown out his pain in beer and, and the neck pain. And Yeah, it's the first time really... Really, that I've I've heard him mention the beer thing, so that's kind of cool. Um, main event: Triple H and HBK versus Mankind and Taker. This is the first time that they have tagged together. Um, it was hinted last week when 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 uh, Triple H came out to ringside during the HBK match at the end of the night. Um, HBK turned up to a hundred percent. Um, the crotch chops, mimicking fans to suck a huge dick. He's doing like the whole fucking thing in the middle of the ring. Uh, it was a perfect transition for Sean's character because you can believe that he's an asshole and there's really no effort to it. <laughs> he can act. Yeah. Um, DX ends up leaving Taker's bloody, ends up leaving him bloody in the ring after multiple chair shots and disqualification and the cameras go off the, in sh the show ends. Uh, come to find out that the next Raw is not for another three weeks. So that's one of the reasons that we're taking two weeks off too because I don't have to watch Raw. So yeah, that's it for uh, Attitude Era Rewatch and that is it for the show. Um, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about, we will talk to. Yeah. No, man, I'm I'm good. I think we covered yeah. some good stuff. I'm looking forward to being on in a couple of weeks. We got uh, yep. some more stuff to go over. I'm real happy to talk about the Game of Thrones stuff and, and how that yep. shakes yep. out. So yeah, the Game and of Thrones. Lord of the Rings. In a couple of weeks. Yep. And, Game uh, of Thrones. Lord of the Rings. Season two. Yeah, season two. Geek blurb. Season two. She Hulk. Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones. See if I can throw in a few movies in there. Some, we'll have some time to do that. And we will, we'll see everybody on September 11th. We will talk to everybody then. Peace. Peace. Thanks, guys.